Okay, welcome to episode four, uh, a super sexy special, uh, uh, mm. an, an erotic thriller special. Ooh. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you've chosen this. Explain <clears throat> yourself. I'm not sure why, really. Um, it kind of, I don't know. We were just shouting well, out. Well, don't bring me into this. No, well. This we, is your decision. We were shouting out ideas of genres, and I think we should be open to do any genre in this show. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sort of, you know, we should be open to do genres that are outside of our comfort zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Okay, so erotic thrillers. We don't watch... <laughs> we probably don't watch that many erotic thrillers. Yeah, I mean... But we all, like... we, we Basic Instinct was on TV all the time. Fatal Attraction, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And, like, Fatal Attraction is actually quite a good movie. And so is Basic Instinct in some... Well, a bit. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's by the guy who did Robocop and Starship Troopers. So, um, it is weird. But um, there are some really good of those sort of noir erotic thrillers. There's a film called Last Seduction, um, which is brilliant. Bill Pullman, Linda Florentino, is that it? Yeah. Um, And Peter Berg. And, uh, yeah, that's really good. Um, And so, yeah, I just thought, like, it's a genre that people like us, I don't know, we'd probably completely glide past yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then some of them are, are, are generally quite funny as well, like Disclosure with Michael Douglas and Demi Moore, which really is shit, <laughs> but funny. Um, and there's a brilliant spoof um, movie called Fatal Instinct, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is a spoof of uh, by Carl Rayner, director Carl Rayner, and that's a fantastic movie, and everyone should check it out because it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I just thought, why not? Why don't we do erotic thrillers? Yeah, because this why not? This <laughs> yeah, this program could go on and on. So like you know, we can do everything. That's true. That's true. Let's get it out of the way. I mean, early. we're thinking of doing folk horror. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, in a future episode, and that is a very another subgenre like erotic thriller. So I like sort of exploring. The smaller subgenres, maybe. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, So we're doing erotic thrillers. We're doing um, folk horror. Uh, you know, so... Yeah, monsters. We're keeping it sort yeah. of like... Like, it's vague, but also particular. Yes, yes. But we have been watching a lot of folk horror recently. I've we gone have. right down a folk horror rabbit hole this weekend. You have. Well, I... Yeah, I discovered that Red hadn't quite seen The Wicker Man. <laughs> quite seen i hadn't seen yeah, it yeah like, I'm, I'm sorry but no 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 I'm no. sorry i had been saving it yeah but it's one of those movies that's referenced so much and you've seen so many sort of clips from it and stuff that you, it's one of those films that you probably you think you sort of know yes. but you haven't seen it because i've got films like that i'm never gonna see citizen kane but i've seen so much of it <laughs> you know what i mean but wicker man is fantastic and so i came home and red was Already watching it, he was about five minutes in, so yeah. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> let's do this!" And uh, we burned a Wicker Man. Like, it's a fabulous film. It really is. It, I had a similar experience watching that that I did with uh, Suspiria that I watched six months ago, where it's just, yes. it's just un- unbelievable that it was Me made too. then, and uh, yeah, just fantastic. Yeah, it's all. It's just pure folk. It's just like the purest folk horror. And there's not much horror in it until, you know, it's all a build-up to the end. You know, there's there's no real gore. There's, it's it's just all about 
the folkiness. <laughs> One thing I really liked about it was, obviously, as you just mentioned, the folk music in the background. I've been watching a lot of The Detectorists recently. Yes, a brilliant TV series and uh, by Mackenzie Crook. That has a lot of the same sort of music. And, and now I watch The Detectorists in like a completely new light. Yeah. Like I'm creeped out. I'm scared. <laughs> I feel like Toby Jones is going to get burnt. Oh, uh, I hope not. <laughs> you know? But yeah, so it's 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 absolutely fantastic film, and it's all just about vegetables and crops. <laughs> so I realised as watching it again, it's like it's just all. But it's just a fantastic movie. Um, we made the mistake of doing a Wicker Man double. Oh, we did, didn't we? Um, because we watched <laughs> the uh, Nicolas Cage remake after. Uh, which I'd ne- which we'd both never seen. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, people go on about how bad it is. I thought this is going to be hilarious. And I mean, it was, it was just, it was funny for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah. <laughs> and then it wore thin. <laughs> we were both constantly just like, why is this <laughs> it, happening? It was... <laughs> what is this? And it's it's by Neil Lebute. Uh, Neil Lebute. Uh, that's how you pronounce it. Um, he was a playwright. I used to watch a lot of his early sort of um, weird romantic dramas. Like there's a Ben Stiller film called Our Friends and Neighbours mm-hmm. and um, Aaron Akar film called The Company of Men and and The Shape of Things starring Paul Rudd. And, and particularly that, it just he sort of hates women, I think. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of his films are just really like dark. Um, but then the Wicker Man remake is interesting because it's it's all an island of women. I mean, like it, it didn't feel uh, anti-women at all. This film, in fact, no. I think it actually felt kind of pro pro. It, you not what they're saying is a good film. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I know what you mean. <laughs> I'd say that's probably yeah. its its only redeeming quality. Yeah. Um, it, it's the decisions that it makes and how completely nonsensical they are. The introduction of bees. Into, obviously, everybody knows the famous bees scene from the Wicker Man remake. Bees, yeah, a mask. He just shouts bees, um, and like he has like a. But it's weird. He has like a wicker mask, and then he goes into the Wicker Man. It's like a sort of wicker bee mask starter, and then he gets the main course of going into the big Wicker Man. It's like a wicker he? Russian doll. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like all the way through. You're just like, why is this? happening and then suddenly there'll just be like exact bits of script or whatever from the original well i read that apparently 80 percent of the script right. is word for word the same okay as the original yeah. wicker man it's bizarre one thing i find really strange about it is i think the first wicker man is so location specific yes. i think it has to be set in those islands and it's paganism which is a celtic tradition um, but here, there isn't even necessarily like a religion. They're just, they're bee people. They're like bees. She's a bee person. They're like bees. We are the bee women. Which has nothing to do with wicker. Bees don't make wicker. He should be in a honeyman. Put some buzz bee <laughs> sound effects in here, by the way. He should just get drowned in honey. Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's just weird. And Nicolas Cage is just on weird form. I mean, he's always, you know, he's always weird. And that's sometimes the great thing about Nicolas Cage in a film like Mandy or, you know, which is incredible. But then he can just be bizarre. (laughs) I do think, though, in a weird way, I don't think that we'd have Mandy if it wasn't for this Wicker Man remake. I I think there's something about this point in Nicolas Cage's career where he started using his extremes of acting um, to elicit humour. 
and uh, and I think that's where we get like sort of Mandy. So as well as Wickerman this weekend, I watched the other two remaining films from what is considered the Unholy Trinity, uh, which are three folk horror movies: um, The Wicker Man, Witchfinder General, and The Blood on Satan's Claw. I quite liked Witchfinder General. I thought it was brilliant, actually. Uh, Blood on Satan's Claw, not so much, but I, I think you're a bit of a fan of it. Well, it's good for what it is, that trilogy of movies. Yeah. Those three folk horror films. Um, I'd say it's the weakest out of the three. Um, I'd mm. say the best is Wicker Man and then Witchfinder General yeah, and then fair. Blood and Satan's Claw. But there is a lot to like about Blood and Satan's Claw, but it is very dated and it is sort of... Possibly the most extreme out of the, fr- or is it the most extreme out of the three? I don't no, know. Which, I think which find which find a general is pretty dark, but it's I don't know. It's just a bit mad. I think yeah. um, Blood and Satan's Claw, but it is very folky. It's like folk, folk, folk horror. I mean, one thing that I love about all three of these movies is the aesthetics of folk horror, and I think it's a real shame we haven't seen more folk horror. Uh, which is why I want to do a folk horror episode. Yes, because we're weeks. just huge fans. Midsummer. Yeah. Uh, Can't come... wait for that. Ari Aster's new film. It's mm. going to be great. Uh, he made Hereditary. I'm Ooh. so excited for it. If you haven't seen it yet, find the trailer for Midsummer. It's fantastic. And if you haven't seen Hereditary, you should watch that because yes. it was the best horror film of last year. I also this weekend watched The Witch. Right. Which is a fantastic modern folk horror. Yes. Um,. It is good. Really looking forward to what that director does next. There's rumours he might be working on Nosferatu. The Ritual. Oh, that's a good shout. Yeah, great was film. A really good sort of modern folk horror. With Rafe Spall, who was featured in the f- first episode, no, the second episode the second of ep- Movie Bomb. Yes, in Grandad on the Moon <laughs> with, Timoth- with his dad, Timothy Spall. Um, and his dead mum, Emma Thompson. Yes. All right. We're still getting over that. It still hurts. Um, Wakewood is um, quite a good modern folk horror. Uh, that has Timothy Spall in it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, I watched uh, The Hallow on your recommendation the other day. Yes. Which is another... Um, is that Irish as well? Yes, it is. Uh, Irish folk horror, sort of about f- child snatching furries. And th- yeah, it's dead good. Yeah. Um, um, would would recommend all of these but again I do think it's a shame we haven't seen more folk horror I think there's a lot to do in woods I think woods are creepy places I think fields they look nice on your computer desktop but when you go out there they're full of shit and evil I um, say this as someone who grew up in the country yeah (laughs) yeah but um, we mustn't forget about dogging uh, which happens a lot in these woods yeah a fantastic country tradition which brings us Nicely on to erotic thrillers. <laughs> is that is that your segue? <laughs> yes. It's tight. It's smooth as fuck, Mike. Well, now you're just quoting from some of the erotic thrillers. <laughs> I don't think they've noticed. <laughs> I think we've slid right in. <laughs> okay, erotic thrillers. Mike's going first. Pitch me. Right. I'm really sorry that I picked this subject. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm actually really pumped uh, for this one. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sounds like you're going to start stripping. <laughs> this isn't Magic Mike, uh, but I am called Mike. And I am and Magic. You- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we've had wine. 
Uh, You've had wine. I've had wine. I haven't had any wine. No, he hasn't had any wine. And I've had movie bongs. Um, Okay, right. Erotic thriller. My erotic thriller pitch. Yeah. Sex bitch. The sex bitch chronicles. No, in fact, the Ariana sex bitch chronicles. (laughs) Wait, what the fuck is going on? This is the title. This is the title. Sex bitch. Right, the title is Sex Bitch dot like Sex Bitch colon the Ariana Sex Bitch Chronicles. Okay, Ariana Sex Bitch yes. Chronicles. Do not use Ariana's name in vain. No, I, 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 no look, how dare you? I, it's just her first name. It's not. I mean, she's not as no. a queer. I'm deeply offended already. Why? <laughs> it's just a name. It's just her first name. She's not the only Ariana, is she? I guess not. There's got to be other. She is in our hearts. <laughs> yeah. But obviously now, uh, you know, there's probably loads of Arianas in, you know, oh, yeah. Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, right. Okay. Our lead character is Ariana Sexbitch. Um, that's her name? Yes, yes. That's Was she name. christened this? Ah, well. Well, she was christened Ariana. This is a sort of family... Um, well, this this is a sort of side story, a subplot. Sorry, I'm, I'm ruining it. I'm you ruining are, you are. It. You I mean, go. the sex bitch name is a subplot. It's all in there. <laughs> right. For those of you at home, I just want you to know, I don't know what the fuck is going on either. Okay, so Ariana Sex Bitch is this... <laughs> right, Ariana Sex Bitch is this really religious woman. She's married to this doctor. We don't have a name for him yet. We'll think of one. Ariana's really sort of um, religious and she hates her name. She goes by Ariana S. And so Ariana um, marries this doctor, this like professor, probably played by that tit from Twilight. What's his name? Robert Pattinson. And he is like this expert in genital technology. Right, and like medical genital technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like medical technology within genital illnesses and things like that, you know what I mean? Right, okay, not genital technology like you can have a mechanised penis. No, yes, that, exactly oh, he, he that. He does that as well? He does that. That's what he's doing. He's, he's like this mad professor, right? Yeah. And he's married to Ariana, so he's this experimental doctor, right? And um, so they go uh, on a trip to um, Amsterdam. They go to the sex museum, right? He's meeting this guy where he's working um, on this experimental sort of um, genital technology. Ariana accidentally gets... And he's a... Like, the doctor's a bit of a prick, right? He's a bit of like... This is a bit like Sleeping with the Enemy with Julie Roberts. Uh-huh, Have you ever uh-huh. seen that? He's a bit of a abusive. He's a, you know, a bit of a knobhead. And Ariana's quite like, oh, you know, leave me alone. So... Something happens, like, I don't know, there's a kerfuffle, um, a, a huge gigantic phallic penis gets knocked over uh, and, and then crushes Ariana and injures her, right? So she, her husband's a doctor. He takes her into uh, his lab or whatever. Uh-huh. And then, you know, she's injured. There's a certain area of her that is injured and... Um, one thing leads to another. He's a doctor. She ends up with a bionic vagina. Right, I'm in. I'm, right, I'm in. Okay. I was wavering for I a know. good while, Mike. But it was hard to... <laughs> pulled this back. <laughs> right. So then Ariana becomes Ariana Sex Bitch with the bionic vagina, right? Right. So 
she suddenly becomes empowered and she's like, right, I've got this bionic vagina. Um, him and the, her and the doctor try to have sex. I think maybe she like crushes his, his puny man dick. Yeah. And uh, in he her be- superior mechanized yes, vagina. Yes, with her superior, me- exactly right, with her <laughs> superior mechanized vagina. <laughs> he becomes, you know, emasculated, and he's a dickhead. He's he's the villain, right? <laughs> <laughs> so then Ariana becomes sort of this powerful, sexual, I've got to say superhero, sort of like bionic woman, um, but, you know, a bionic vagina. Right. Well, I don't know whether to turn, at this point, to turn it into a, like, a sort of species-esque horror movie, mm. where, um, like, she's, she's, she's finding men and then just, like, you know, destroying them with a bionic... <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> How are you envisaging that she would destroy people with her bionic vagina, Mike? Well, just, you know, like, they, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, we've got to work this out. Well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's... I feel like mechanised penises yeah. are more scary. Yeah. Like, because they're, they're well, no, external. She's, yeah, right. This is where the story leads to. Right. So we'll forget that. No, forget the horror species element, because that is shit. Because um, Species is that rare sort of sci-fi erotic thriller, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Um, where Alfred Molina <laughs> gets alien shagged by uh, Natasha Henstridge. So, yeah. So, Ariana's this um, powerful woman now. She's searching for the man who has a bionic penis. Right. Who lives in Sweden. So, she, the film is her sort of traveling to get there while her abusive... Now penisless husband uh-huh. is chasing her right. and trying to get her because he wants the technology back from inside her vagina. Okay. Do you get me? Let, let me try let me let me try and see okay. if I've got okay. this right. Okay. 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 So it's a movie about a woman mm. with a superior mechanized vagina. She travels to Sweden. Whilst being chased by a eunuch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A victim of her bionic vagina. Yeah, yeah. To get to, what, has this guy got a bionic dick, did you say? I believe so. I think he's worked with a doctor. The twist at the end... So she's chasing dick. Yeah. She is literally chasing a big, shiny metal dick. Yeah, but then the twist at the end is, he's the doctor's brother. Right, But then she gets there and she realises that they're both dickheads, and then I think maybe she just kills them both with a... Bionic vagina. And then the sequels, and then there's a whole franchise. I mean, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. Do you know what I think would be a better use of the bionic vagina? I think you should mechanise the womb as well. Whoa. Okay. So you're basically turning the vagina, the mechanised vagina, into some sort of weaponry. It has like a warp core in where the womb <laughs> is. So that she fires energy beams out the vagina. This is I'm amazing. just trying to make the the, the vagina more destructive because it's normally like a I mean like, a, like a, a a life giving concept. Ariana Sex Bitch is really turning into a proper sort of Captain Marvel esque hero right now. I don't remember this scene in Captain Marvel. <laughs> um, but you know, so I'm going sort of sort of sci fi element and a sort of um, but then a bit Fifty Shades but also a road movie and <laughs> um, and a bit like Sleeping with the Enemy, starring Julia Roberts. Yeah, so a bit of a mismatch of those films, but a bit of a twist. And I think we could have a whole franchise of these things. <laughs> uh, 
I don't think there's legs in this there one really idea. There really is. And you think that there is a whole franchise. The Sex Bitch Chronicle. <laughs> it's all in the name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that is already the name of a Pornhub video. How dare you? <laughs> That's a cla- Well, okay, it's not a classy name, but... Aesthetically, what are you seeing this as? And what time period? What what director? Uh, Basic Instinct, Paul Verhoeven. Fatal Attraction, I think it was Adrian Lin. I'm going to go for... Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Spielberg's <laughs> Sex Bitch Chronicles. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get Steven on the phone. I think he'd be more than obliging. Okay, so we've got Steven Spielberg's Sex Bitch Chronicles. And we've already got Robert Patterson in it. I don't know who would play Ariana Sex Bitch, though. I mean, that's the trick. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, what do you got? Are we going on to mine? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? No, I just... We've done I... sex bits. We... Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's unless there's any finished, mo- Unless it? there's anything more you want to add. I think it's a fully sort of formed movie. I hope the audience feels what I'm feeling. What like, are you feeling? I don't know if I'm just alone in this, but like, I, like I'm worried about you. Why? <laughs> it's a generally good film. <laughs> you know what? I'm just asking for it now because I don't think mine's necessarily any better. My movie, we're going to start with the title, The Devil's Threesome. Right. I like it. Like, colloquially, if you search it on, I don't know, Urban Dictionary or whatever, a devil's threesome is a threesome that includes two men and a female. Okay? Yeah. That's the ratio of genders involved in a devil's threesome. Right. Uh, now, this movie, it's sort of like um, uh, a big, decadent, opulent sex drama thriller. The opening scene set in a eyes wide shut type sex party. You know, where, where they're doing it, but they've also got like nice Venetian masks and a job in accounting. Nice. I want the wealth in this to be very visible i want these people to be clearly the one percent you know not even necessarily a mention of work they just have money and they do decadent things so that is the world that we are setting the devil's threesome in main characters are a couple um a gentleman um whose name is devon uh and a girl uh, lucy um sort of like you know 30s to 40s, a professional couple, uh, a power couple, both both beautiful people. And they're sort of at this sex party interested in adding a little bit of variety to their sex life, maybe. Who is at the sex party? Who are our two leads? You mean who who's playing them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a few ideas in mind for the, for the female. I originally thought Gal Gadot. Wonder Woman. Yeah. I thought this would be like a Excellent. cool departure from like it a would. superhero movie. It to would. To do like a big, strong, powerful, yeah. sexual leading role. I think she's very good. Alternatively to her, I was really impressed with uh, Dakota Johnson in Suspiria. Yes. I haven't seen her in the Fifty Shades of Grey films, which 
is the, you know we're talking about erotic thrillers. I have seen the Fifty Shades films. I haven't seen them. I had an ex that read awful books. Mm. The movies are better than the books, and Dakota Johnson is fine in it. I've I, I think she's much better in everything else. I do like her now, um, which is why I'm putting her in The Devil's Threesome. Uh, and The Gentleman, now I think you can go two ways with this. I think you can go with standard Hollywood fuckboy, i.e. Jamie Dormer, who is Christian Grey. Yeah, um, or, too obvious. I think what would be really cool for this role is Alan Cumming. Whoa! Yeah. Bisexual icon Alan Cumming. Out of the box well i mean i don't think it is an out no, of the no, box no. choice yes yeah, fair enough this is going to be like yeah. a, a film that, that heavily yes delves into bisexual lifestyles and i think he's decadent and opulent and looks great in a suit i think he'd be perfect for the role i agree um so there's no those guys and they meet a third person at this party now i've toyed with the idea of him being a waiter but i think he might just be another one of the guests and they enter into a lustful love triangle situation where there's sexual chemistry between all three of them, sometimes just two of them. Uh, jealousy arises between the couple because sometimes they're spending time with this third person who I believe should be played by Adam Driver. Also, I've recently seen a leaked version of Terry Gilliam's Don Quixote movie, which right. Adam Driver is the lead in. The much-cursed project <laughs> and it is magnificent driver in particular it, I, it's it's easily his best performance he's done wow um so you've got that to look forward to i really want to see that well not the best performance he's done because the best performance he's done is in the devil's threesome of course so there's basically a lustful love triangle between the three wonder woman got coming and we've got driver, driver. sort of um I'm drawing inspiration on Rules of Attraction, uh, another bisexual classic written by Brett Easton Ellis, yes. who I'm a big fan slash enemy of. Is that, the, <laughs> is that the one with Dawson from Dawson's Creek? I think it is, yes, with yeah. James Van Der Beek. And, he's yes. so, and there's a connection with American Psycho in there because he's like connected to the character of American Psycho. Yeah, I believe um, Jason Bateman. No. No, not Jason <laughs> From Arrested Development. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, um, and Teen Wolf too. No, uh, Patrick Bateman right. from American Psycho is the brother of a character in Rules of Attraction. I'm not sure which one, but he is the older brother yes. of a character in Rules of Attraction. No, he's he's um, Dawson's character, the main character. James Van Der Beek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Now, I've got a big finale in mind. Okay. Right. The finale is the threesome where they finally just all fuck. All three of them just fuck, which I think would look magnificent on our cinema screens. Uh, so you were talking about mine being, you know, pure filth. What's this? We're doing erotic thrillers, Mike. I know, but just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know what you expect. It's fine, but we're not doing porn. <laughs> so in the finale, they all fuck, but... The twist is, one of them is the devil. Holy shit, but which one? It's Gal Gadot. The woman? The no. woman one. No way! <laughs> <laughs> and then she, like, eats some up her fanny. <laughs> yes! See, you I know, had... A... I think it would be a feminist masterpiece. Oh, right. Watching Gal Gadot 
consume Alan Cumming and Adam Driver through her vagina, I think it would be the next Suspiria. Yeah, well, I had a bionic vagina and you've just got a demon vagina. So... Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, we've both come up with monster vagina horror movies. I agree, this has become a very vaginal episode. I mean, we were supposed to come up with sort of basic instincts, sort of fatal attraction, uh, disclosure with Michael Douglas and Demi Moore, which has a sort of virtual reality bit, which is what inspired my sort of sci-fi element to mine. But we've both just come out with vagina horror movies, like Teeth, which is a good horror movie if you've ever seen it. I do want to stress we don't discuss this before we we just sit down and we pitch the movies at each other so we have both independently just come up with vagina based movies <laughs> which i think shows a lack of imagination in the the first thing that comes to our minds when we think of eroticism is just a vagina on its own in a box <laughs> i'm learning so much Doing this podcast. The the problem is, the thing I'm learning is that we are awful people. (laughs) We are going to do the folk horror episode, which is coming. But also, I think we need to do strong female-led movies. I think that's what... Well, that's that's what what we just did. I guess we did. We just (laughs) did. Ariana Sex Bitch is a modern sort of heroine. (laughs) She has a bionic vagina. Your Wonder Woman has a demon, devil vagina. Emily Pankhurst did not die so that we could have motion pictures about mechanized vaginas. <laughs> didn't she, Red? Didn't she? Uh, no, she didn't. We, yeah, no, she, we're did so she de- sorry. Yeah, she definitely didn't. She definitely didn't. Right, well, we're sorry uh, for this week. We're sorry for everything that we've said. Uh, we'll be back next week. With folk horror, say goodbye to the people, Mike. I'm sorry.